0: In the criminal justice system There's two separate but equally important groups The congressmen who investigate The de
1: <laughs>
0: And then the lawyers Who prosecute the de These These here at their stories
1: the dedicated, the dedicated men and women Who investigate these vicious de Are part of an elite squad <laughs> Known as the bag em tag em, flip unit <laughs> I mean these are some special victims That's Hell for yeah. sure
0: yeah, there is one special victim.
1: Okay, and we're off. i uh, just like to begin today's episode with a little uh, a PSA uh, for our listeners out there uh, who are tops. If you are a top and you're fucking a bottom for 10 minutes and there are other men standing around jacking their boners, step aside if you don't intend on coming. Let another top have their turn. And if no one jumps in, then resume fucking. But please don't hog bottoms in public areas. Had enough of the hogging of bottoms. Knock it off. Come on. It's 2023. You know, we used to take loads in this country. We used to take loads in this country, and now we refuse them and just put our hands in the next guy's pocket, hoping that there will be a load there. This is not ours. Um, Gentlemen, uh, the state of our loads are strong. It's Thursday, February 9th. It's Chapo Trap House coming at you. Um, I was not intending on watching the uh, State of the Union address this week, uh, but I caught a little of it, and I'm glad I did because, uh, you know, we got to see Brandon... I think, honestly, he's better at State of the Unions than O'Bungler because, like, when I started watching it, I was like, this is a fucking, th- like, this is a disaster. Like, him trying to say the phrase bipartisan legislation bipartisan. is really taxing on him. It's like he's trying to yell through a mailbox slit. <laughs> But yeah, like uh, the, the State of the Union, I mean, it was mostly, it was mostly boilerplate, but we got, we got, some, got, some, got some pepper, got, got a little mustard mix in there, uh, you know, like with the, the back and forth with him on Republicans and uh, Social Security. Social Security. Social Security.
0: Protect Social Security, man. Come on.
2: Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security sunset.
1: I'm not saying it's a majority. <laughs> Folks, the idea is that
2: we're not going to be we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond, <laughs> folks. So, folks, as we all apparently agree, Social Security and Medicare is off the off the books now. Right? They're not to be. Smart. Uh,
1: but yeah, uh, I thought I thought I thought I, th- I think Brandon does like obviously he's terrible reading things off a teleprompter and like delivering prepared remarks, especially after four or five o'clock in the afternoon. But he he is still pretty good off the cuff. And he got the he sort of uh, won the night with his uh, back and forth on uh, Social Security and Medicare with all the booing and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene yelling liar at him. Um, All in all, not a, you know, uh, a less boring than usual state of the union address. Peppery. Got a little peppery She looked like she was wearing a bubble bath. (laughs) (laughs) They're definitely uh,
0: cranking it up. We're getting to British territory here. We're getting to prime minister's questions territory with the State of the Union. It started off with old Joe Wilson yelling, you lie at a bungler that one time. Then last year, Boebert and MGT both were hooting and hollering at him. But this time, the entire Republican caucus booed him. And that's pretty unprecedented. George
2: Santos applauded when he said they won't cut uh, social security or Medicare, though.
0: Yeah, because he's he's a he's a he's a sharp. He knows which which side of the bread it's, the butter is on.
2: Well, he stood up, he clapped when Brandon said that, and then when he noticed that like no one else in the Republican caucus was doing that, he was like, <laughs> "Oh, i actually no." He sat down.
1: Uh, and didn't Mitt Romney call him an asshole after? Yeah, after you're, you're a real
0: you're a real uh, a jerk, sir.
1: <laughs> and then. Uh, and then Santos says that wasn't very Mormon of him. But, you know, I gotta say, Santos, he could uh, could learn a few tricks from uh, Mitt Romney and the Mormons when it comes to uh, how to successfully scam people. You I know? mean, he's, I don't know. He seems to have been doing pretty good so far. Well, it turns out he was kiting
0: checks in Pennsylvania for dogs. In 2017.
2: Yeah, he also, um, he, uh, <laughs> he had something where he brought a Holocaust survivor to Congress to, like, give her an award. Imagine, like, being a what child was the who survived, I don't know, like the George Santos Award <laughs> for Courage, I don't know, but it's like, imagine like being a child who lived through the Holocaust and then in like the twilight of your life, like just the most insane man you've ever met, <laughs> the biggest liar you've ever met, who's pretending to be Jewish, is like, can you come to my work so I can give you a medal? Because people are mad at me for pretending
1: to be Jewish, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, but um, I guess, like, the, yeah, like, back to the thing is, like, uh, I don't know what, and I guess, like, I don't know what the game the Republicans are playing at here with the Social Security and Medicare thing, because, like, they put Rick Scott in charge of their Senate re-election, and, like, in the Rick Scott plan, he it suggests sunsetting all laws after five years, or, like, or voting on them again, uh which yeah. cl- clearly means, like, they're going to have a vote on whether to continue programs like social security and Medicare every five years. But he was like, Oh, like that doesn't mean we're going to cut them. If they're still so good, we'll just keep passing yeah.
0: them. It's like the assault rifles, bam. Uh,
1: but you know, in my opinion though, the, uh, the, the, real political news of the week outside the state of the union came outside the Capitol rotunda, came outside of Congress in the awesome, 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 uh, demonstration of Trump, throwing throwing some throwing some jabs at DeSantis by calling him a groomer and appearing to have photographic evidence to prove it <laughs> uh, he has a photos of, he he truthed out a truth of a picture purporting to be uh, Ron DeSantis when he was a high school teacher uh, attending a high school party and chatting up some uh, some high school girls and you know I, I I guess I spoke too soon on Trump being washed because, I mean, this is this is the old, old, old Donnie, the old casino Don coming out again.
2: So, yeah, a lot to talk about here. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump. uh, Yeah. Posting the first DeSantis scandal, like post him beating Andrew Gillum, which was, yeah, him going to high school parties when he was a teacher at that private school. And, um, of course, like the pro DeSantis part of, uh, con Inc were like, well, you know, you were friends with Jeffrey Epstein and these are all people who like enthusiastically (laughs) voted for him twice. Um, I saw a really good thread by one guy who was like, um, he's a pro DeSantis guy, he's a Latino guy and, uh, pro Trump guys were like, fuck you, we should deport you. And he's like, oh yeah, well, guess what, sir? Trump should have deported me and he didn't which is sort of like the, the conservative version of like at least I served you know um, and he goes in this whole thing about Trump's associations with Epstein which are true and he's like but I also don't think he's a pedophile nor do I think DeSantis is but I, I, I love this whole thing because everyone on both like whether you're a pro-DeSantis or pro-Trump guy you know both of these th- th- these things that these guys did are incredibly weird yeah, incredibly weird, whether it is, you know, that video of Trump uh, awkwardly dancing with Epstein and pointing out girls. Very going, nice, She's hot. nice boobs. Yeah. Tremendous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrific nipples, man. <laughs> um, or it's, you know, Ron DeSantis listening to brand new in 2004 <laughs> at age 28 with all those all those 17 year olds. And the only defense like the Trump people have is like, well, he stopped being friends with him like after he found out. And the only defense that people have for the DeSantis thing is, well, I've done that. Yeah.
0: Well, what are you talking <laughs> about? Hanging out at <laughs> high school
2: parties? Everyone <laughs> does that.
0: It's so awesome. It's like you're uh, you have the difficulty level turned all the way down.
2: You've gone through puberty. You have a checking account. You have swag. <laughs> yeah. um, there's just no defense for either like. At least with, like, the Trump people, they can have this, like, the Q fiction that Trump is, like, working undercover and the entrapped Epstein and all this shit. But with the DeSantis thing, you know, your worldview isn't quite as fantastical. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've noticed, the DeSantis people, they've really started to sound like, you know, George W. Bush staffers now. Yeah. The, the, the you know, it's midnight, the carriage is turning back into a pumpkin and they're saying things like, "It's disgusting to accuse your political yeah. opponent of having an affair." <laughs> you know, after six well, years of you know, your pedophiles and you were executed.
1: Well, I mean, like like Ron DeSico has like you know uh, made a good chunk of his like political prestige off accusing uh, other people of being groomers. So I think it's telling that when Trump uh, calls him out, um, his response is not to deny it. But to say, like, I'm focused on delivering for Florida and I'm not spending my time smearing other Republicans. So it's like you've just opened yourself up to being called groom, grooming, Ron for the next yeah. four years. Like, he's got no response to it. And he's just like has proven now that he will wilt in the face of personal attacks. Well, <laughs> well the problem is, is that he can't really go
0: uh, beast mode in response because his entire value add to the Republicans is that he is Trump without the drama Trump with discipline a regular politician style guy which means that he's he can't really go blow to blow with trump without them being like well if if you're both going to be circus animals why don't we go with the champion gorilla instead of this upstart chump who with no uh national track record
2: yeah and i mean even if it isn't trump which i still think is very possible as every day goes on i think it's less and less likely that it will ever be DeSantis, or at least this year this is just not as here. I I I got,
0: I got We've talked. We said Elizabeth Warren before is the top, yeah. and you know he's people point to look at him in the polls. And it's like there was one minute where Elizabeth Warren, fueled by the media, was top of the polls, and then what happened?
1: You know, no, but I I I do <laughs> I do like all the former Trump people who have now converted to DeSantis, being like, yeah. I always knew he was a pedophile. Yes, I voted yeah. for I voted for him twice, but uh, that was for reasons. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, you know, was that Caleb Hall guy was like, yeah. posting uh, the picture of Trump with Epstein? It's like, oh, I'd want I'd, I'd be quiet on this issue if I was him. And it was just like, well, where the fuck were you the last for the last four fucking yeah. years? Like, yeah, I don't.
2: I mean, I guess you really see the difference here. I, I, everyone who's like really made their decision for Desantis here, they are. I don't know. They had the mark of Cain of uh, being, you know, they would have been Bush two staffers if they were born just a little bit earlier. Uh, whereas the Trump people, you know, they have authentic. If you're still with Trump, you have you still have like an authentic free credential, even if you do did actually work for Bush too, as several of them did.
1: Hard to see where they are. <laughs> and, you know. When you make grooming your thing it's like there's not a lot of places to go after that, or if indeed you are you are, you are yourself having uh you know liaisons with college uh, teenage teenage girls or are close personal friends with a you know well known human trafficker um uh, in addition though i I, w- I like to point out that the republicans um they had uh the 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 Huckabee they had Sarah Huckabee Sanders do the um Uh, sort of like response to the state of the union. And I was thinking about that and I was like, well, why her? But then I remember like, this is kind of a clearing ground for like all of the losers. Remember when they had Bobby Jindal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The state of the union. It's never, it's never gone. Well,
0: no one's really comes out of it. Like, damn, who's that? They're all like, Ooh, not you.
2: Yeah, response to State of the Union is sort of like bitch work Mm -hmm. for both parties. It's typically framed as like, oh, this is where we're going to put the rising stars of the party. But it's really like, I mean, I remember Democrats had like six separate responses and none of those people went anywhere. One of them in 2017 was Steve Bashir, who was like 99 at the time of uh, his response. And said he was a Republican and a Democrat during his closing remarks. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, no, it, it is sort of the loser's repository. And uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said it's not really putting your best best foot forward, best face forward, yeah.
1: either. <laughs> best anything. Well, I mean her her response to the uh, State of the Union was that uh, like the the takeaway line, the one that was like leaked to the media, like there's gonna like wanted to be the headline was. In the, in America, the divide is no longer between left and right; it's between normal and crazy. And it goes back once again to the midterm election results, where it's like, "Are you really so sure that that comparison is going to wind up with the majority of people determining that you are the normal ones?" Yeah, the, yeah, they,
0: they're very convinced that 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 when people are going to vote, they are they are thinking of the Republicans as regular people, and then the Democrats as like the leading edge of cultural transgression but in these elections it's really only republicans talking about that stuff so they are the ones who get it stuck to them so they're the ones who won't shut up about it they're weird they're the weirdos they're the crazy people
2: if you need any evidence of that um now lower turnout elections seem to benefit democrats mm-hmm. whereas they used to uh, benefit republicans this is now the default position of a normal person it, the normal person position is not canvassing your neighborhood telling everyone about top surgery yeah go figure
0: and i gotta say like biden did he he. of course it was all bullshit but he did kind of hit the populist uh note pretty hard in the state of the union and then they've there's sarah huckabee like let's talk uh let's talk genders let's let's bust out the gender color wheel and look at all the different genders are trying to put on you and it's like i don't know man he didn't say anything about gender what are you talking about i i just
2: i'm so shocked i mean i think trump is he's the closest to diagnosing the actual problems with the republican party but even he isn't all the way there <clears throat> you know like he 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 sort of got, you know, that Dobbs was actually a terrible thing for the Republicans. But he, he even he hasn't quite solved the, the idea that uh, their hyper focus on culture is hurting them far more than it's helping them. Yeah. No one has diagnosed that. And, okay, if they do get DeSantis in 24 and he
1: loses, then what? What do they think then? <laughs> well, the line I keep hearing from the, the right wing is that, like, we we don't we never wanted to fight this culture war but it's being forced on us <laughs> yeah. which i got to yeah. say is like well, well like uh, <laughs> like that's all like that, that's what you exist to do is prosecute these increasingly insane culture wars and it's just like you know like i was just i was i was thinking back again to like the 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 sam smith thing right like the his, the, the satanic ritual at the grammy's and like the thing is they are like they're like a, a, the, the attitude that they're portraying now is that like we don't want to talk about Satan worshiping pedophiles, but they keep being on our television. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because you have to watch the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. There's exactly. no, it's it's mandatorily beamed into your behind your eyelids. <laughs> there, there's there's no way to escape the Grammys.
1: And like also that your that your child has to be up at eleven PM. High school is, is always always <laughs> like, just sitting
0: around watching the Grammys instead of watching uh dora the explorer get beheaded on their fucking uh ipad which is what they're actually doing
1: well like okay like taking at face value that like you know like the the, the grammys is some sort of like mass psychosis inducing uh satanic ritual that's designed to like beam uh satanism directly into your living room to which i say is like sounds sounds correct to me sounds sounds about right based on what i saw at the grammys but i mean that's just because it's bad music but okay so like that, that's what that's what one side of the culture war is doing they're prosecuting it by putting on a show at the grammys well what's like i mean like so what are they proposing to like they're like we don't want to fight this war but we have to so like what are they proposing to fight it like no more grammys pass like le- legislation about how you can't put on devil horns in a public music performance no it's banning books in schools. yeah the thing exactly. that they actually can't control yeah. we just don't want to fight this culture war Why do all these homosexuals keep sucking my cock? We would love to talk about how we want to cut Social Security and (laughs) Medicare. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, And then, like, as far as, like, the content, the state of the, I mean, the content, hilarious. I mean, like, what I noticed is that, like, Biden, I have heard the same shit from every Democratic president I've ever seen give a State of the Union address every fucking year. And, like, this one was no different. He hit real hard. We're going to, he kept saying we need to finish the job. We, we need to finish the job over and over again he says we got to we got to finish the job of you know uh allowing dr- like allowing medic- medicare to negotiate with drug companies to bring down prescription drug prices did you hear that
2: they're they're going to bring back manufacturing
1: yeah yeah i've never heard a democratic president <laughs> promise that they, if joe biden conclusively ended neoliberalism with that state of the union address and matt like as you pointed out like i mean it, it's great to do that when you know that like there's no chance that yeah, he's like
0: <laughs> they always get Super populist as soon as they lose one of the houses.
1: Yeah. And there's
0: no chance of anything getting to the president's desk of any kind.
1: Um, but, yeah, there was like, uh, we're, we're, we're going to finish the job of lowering prescription drug prices. And he, ma- he made the point about insulin. And it was just like, but he never said what we're going to do about that. We're going to cap it. We're going to cap it. Cap Look, it at $35. I mean, like, you know, like, I, I guess that'd be great. I mean, it should be free. But, like, if people have pointed this out. Like, it's the perfect Democrat thing where they keep talking about negotiating lower prices. Like, if they were serious, they would just, like, take, they would get rid of the patents that these drug companies use to charge. Like, if that's, if you really want to, like, if you really want to, like, bring down drug prices and rein in prescription drug companies, you would be, you like, you would take away their patents that they use. So, like, the, so that you have to negotiate with them in the first place, and you would start manufacturing insulin directly. And like Or just, like, uh, build the facilities, I don't know, like, uh, pay people directly to manufacture these drugs be, and, like, and violate the, uh, the copyright. Or not violate it, but just take away their copyright. And then the other big one that I loved is he talked about uh, infrastructure. Infrastructure. You know, we got to do better. We've, we've fallen from number one infrastructure in the world to like 12th or 13th. There's no way they're that high. <laughs> yeah.
2: no. There's zero chance. We've got to be in the, in the uh, mid-60s. That's another. That's probably another one where we're fighting for like forty fifth place with Ukraine on.
0: How many countries have ongoing uh, airborne toxic events? That yeah. are murdering all of the <laughs> fucking wildlife and guaranteeing uh, like medium term cancer clusters in a major midwestern state. Yeah, I mean, like, well, there's one. <laughs> that's what we're. Oh man, I sure would. Uh, I sure hate having to talk about this culture war. Hey, how about the fact that they're literally just. Uh, uh billowing clouds of
1: poison <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> suffocating entire fucking counties right now. The, the the Ohio airborne toxic event right now, which is like, by the way, I'm sure absolutely being throttled and shadow banned by the media because like they they it is just pouring tons of like hydrogen chloride into the atmosphere. And it's probably gonna burn for Christ knows how long. Come it comes down in the form of a, of a hydrochloric acid. Yeah. Hydrogen chloride. Yeah, it's fine. And, you know, it's fine. And apparently this happened because of um, safety regulations that were um, not, not just ignored, but like um, just basically allowed not to like the, the, the train that carrying the uh, the vinyl chloride was allowed to be classified as something other than a highly hazardous chemical waste or chemical material. Be, and like thus the, the the train route itself would be subject to like uh, a harsher or more stringent safety standards, and they were allowed to flout that entirely, or like the a law was not passed in this regard. Union Joe doing it once again for the world, but yeah like uh a, a derailed train car belching black death into the air is is about as good as a, a counter juxtaposition with the state how what is the state of the union? They should have just had a a live feed of the, <laughs> the, the black chemicals being belched into the sky around uh, Palestine, Ohio.
0: And if you'll notice, there's no, uh, nobody's posting, no politicians are posting any epic images of them and gas masks or anything like they were with the stupid fucking balloon. The balloon. Yeah. Because there's nothing to be done. There's no, there's no angle here because this is just what we do. We let uh, companies buy back stocks while destroying their actual capacity uh, to do the thing that they're supposed to until it causes mass death. And, there is no alternative to that. There's, it's not a political question. So you just get to
2: choke on black smoke. That's it. It's 2023, and we're still dealing with rapacious railroad executives. <laughs>
1: You'd think we could have handled this shit. Oh, and, like, and, and to your point, Matt, is like, I remember like the, a big part of the, the balloon hysteria was that the balloon was filled with biological weapons that or something. Sort of that was very funny. Or it had an EMP device. An EMP device
2: or biological <laughs> oh weapons. Someone's been reading late period Tom Clancy. <laughs>
1: oh, he loved EMPs.
2: Yeah, I, went, I did a deep dive with Tom Clancy the other day. The Jack Ryan character is the greatest character ever written. Did you know that there's a there's a part where um in between like being a CIA agent who saves the world several times and being the president mm-hmm. um he becomes a stockbroker, and he's so good at it that he makes eight million dollars in like a month. He's like, he's the best character ever, like no flaw. There, he's not bad at anything. Okay, yeah. he's-
1: I remember, I remember in one of the in one of the Tom Clancy books, the one where Jack Ryan becomes president. It becomes president because like what, like a Japanese nationalist crashes into a, a yeah, boat they do yeah, yeah, into yeah. Like, at the State of the Union, at the State mm-hmm. of the Union, and uh, in, in in Tom Clancy's like sort of peevish Catholicism, like he. He very much implies that the president deserved to die because he had a mistress yeah. and that Jack Ryan deserves to be president because he's faithful to his wife. Which is funny because Tom Clancy
2: had a mistress.
1: <laughs> well, you know, well, that's why he's not president.
0: Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom Clancy. is only president
2: of the Naval Hat Wearers Appreciation Society. <laughs> Tom Clancy is so funny. Like he wrote, he's probably like as a singular man, probably the most effective propagandist of the U.S. military in the modern era, and like the only thing the deep state did for him was probably like set up a meet and greet with him and some Delta Force guys, and Colin Powell found him like a mistress. That's it. <laughs> like the the younger woman he married was like Colin Powell's friend, and then they probably like there were probably some Delta guys who were like just shell shocked and in between missions of like killing labor organizers in Nicaragua. And they're like, hey, can you meet this fat guy? (laughs) And they were like, fine. Like, okay. They didn't give him... He died at like 63 like every other like overweight guy. Guy with diabetes in Maryland, so they didn't give him any of the like the life altering chemicals.
0: And Chrome, we didn't get any of that stuff. Yeah, they just like let him ride around in like a swift boat for a little
1: bit. Yeah, yeah. They, they're yeah, like, you like can, okay, okay, okay the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they gave him the uh, the deep state equivalent of the hood pass that allowed him to wear all those USS Enterprise hats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is
0: wild. He never got nailed for uh, for valor theft since he was repping a different naval uh, vehicle every day of his life. You create your
2: own memes, though, don't you? I uh, saw so it. You create know, some memes. Sorry. Um, your, your meme king is strong. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, did you guys see the, uh, the, the piece about Elon Musk firing people because of his bad tweets that came out today? That's pretty wild. Yeah, That's, It's about what you'd expect things to be going. <laughs> uh, this is from a platformer. Elon Musk fires a top Twitter engineer over his declining view count. Inside Twitter 2.0, turmoil leaves employees stretched to the max. Talk about not refusing loads. Uh, it says, "For weeks now, Elon Musk has been preoccupied with worries about how many people are seeing his tweets. Last week, the Twitter CEO took to his Twitter account, took his Twitter account private for a day to test whether that must, might boost the size of his audience. <laughs> the Moon came after several prominent right-wing accounts that Musk interacts with complained that recent changes to Twitter had reduced their reach. God, remember that last week? It was like everyone was locking their accounts yeah. to see if they got more views or something. Yeah, they wanted to see if they got more interactions.
0: As Cyber Margellans is fully airborne now. Like, <laughs> they all have it. They're all convinced that there is some... The, the assumption that undergirds this is that there is some level of engagement that would satisfy them. Yeah. But like they have to know that that's not true, right? Like If you sat down cat turd and you said, okay, cat turd, we're going to do a little thought experiment here. Close your eyes. Imagine that you log on to Twitter and you have uh, 5 million uh, impressions on your tweets. You're getting stars. You're getting retweets. What would that do for you? Would you still be in this disgusting, depressing uh, tract house in Florida? You know, would you have friends? Would anything about your life be any different? And if it isn't, then how would you ever reach that number that would satisfy you? Because you cannot be satisfied. The hole in you cannot be filled with fucking impressions. Well, I, I mean, mean, at least uh, Elon Musk is like on a, like, who knows how many fucking research chemicals. He's not even
1: on this planet. Well, I mean, like, he's googly zooted out of his mind yeah. to come up with this shit. Like, he says, uh, on Tuesday, Musk gathered a group of engineers and advisors into a room at Twitter's headquarters looking for answers. Why are his engagement numbers tanking? This is ridiculous, he said, according to multiple sources with direct knowledge of the meeting. I have more than 100 million followers, and I'm only getting tens of thousands of impressions. One of the company's two remaining principal engineers offered a possible explanation. (laughs) The two remaining principal engineers offered a possible explanation for Musk's declining reach. Just under a year after the Tesla CEO made his surprise offer to buy Twitter for $44 billion, public interest in his antics is waning. Employees showed Musk internet internal data regarding engagement with his account along with a Google Trends chart. Last April, they told him Musk was at peak popularity in search rankings indicated by a score of 100. Today, he's at a score of 9. Engineers had previously investigated whether Musk's reach had somehow been artificially restricted, but found no evidence that the algorithm was biased against him. Musk did not take the news well. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> Musk told the engineer uh dissatisfied with engineers work so far musk has instructed employees to track how many times each of his tweets are recommended according to one current worker it, it, there's something must be amiss because when you post memes that good you should be yeah, getting more than fire this stuff this is fire. Like this is these are memes this that matter is fire. he's doing meme culture um and then it goes on in the article to talk about how like basically um he, he's like yeah he zooted out of his mind on research chemicals at like three in the morning and then has to like he messages all his like uh, engineers about some some shit that Cat Turd is complaining to him about. <laughs> and I'm glad we brought up Cat Turd because Rolling Stone finally has a profile of uh, the man behind Cat Turd. Cat Turd. Who is Cat Turd? And look, he's a multiple divorced guy in Florida. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I can't he lives outside. J- he lives in the Florida Panhandle, uh, alone. The, the most glamorous part. <laughs> he lives alone the in Red the Nick Florida Riviera. <laughs> Um, I just want to read this one paragraph from the Rolling Stone profile of Cat Turd. Uh, Cat Turd is referred to as B. You know, they don't want to dox him. So he's just referred to as B here. So it says, lots of B's contents, like the Cat Turd 2 character, is fart and feces related. His feed scans a bit like a bathroom themed version of the Anti Resistance. It is with supreme fondness for the scatological gag that B has devised rallying cries such as hashtag free the farts, Ugh. hashtag wet buzzard fart, Gross. hashtag cat turds farting army, Ugh. hashtag farting sound. Gross. Trump retweeted one of the posts as the U.S. death toll from COVID-19 hit 200,000. <laughs> hashtag, let's not forget also, hashtag poopy Biden, hashtag poop gate, hashtag short week and countless more. Even when he's not hammering those tags, B's got anal activity on the brain, fantasizing about a person wearing a medical face mask while taking a dump, for example, or how he could feed cows beans so they release more methane with their flatulence. Following his hospital stay for a bowel obstruction, he couldn't resist noting that he was, quote, full of shit. A running joke on leftist Twitter is that B is not a true MAGA crusader, but a fart fetishist, enlisting Trump supporters to insert his kink into the conversation with an assurance that it will quote trigger the libs. What I love about him is that that is his content. Like if you actually look at the captured posts, it
0: is just like I'd rather suck a tur- dookie out of a straw out of a out of a. I would rather have a poopy milkshake than lo- watch Joe Biden and. His assumption is the only reason that a hundred million people aren't engaging with that is <laughs> that some some conspiracy, some conspiracy yeah. at Twitter is stopping it. As if, of course, everyone wants to see this disgusting, scatological, uh, grand, uh, boomer humor. That this is what people, of course, it's what they want. They have to want it. Yeah, he's like conservative Maddox. <laughs> there's like, there's no concept that there could be a cap on the number of people who want to see. Just the name. I don't want to see the turd is one of the <laughs> grossest <laughs> words there is. By the way, it's one of the worst way to refer to to feces. It's gross. It's it's bad to say. It's, I don't
2: like looking at it. But he's like, no, everyone wants to look at the cat turd. <laughs> the thing that's like interesting to me about both cat turd, but more Elon and how he's like bitching about his engagement going down. One is that. Um, the Twitter view count, similar to every other major social media platform that is um, introduced a view count to videos or anything else, completely made up. Yeah, the view count is complete. it's completely made up. Yeah, people like,
0: were putting like zero follower uh, locked accounts and it's showing like multiple fucking impressions. Yeah,
2: it's showing like hundreds of views on like yeah, zero follower accounts. Yeah. Um, but uh, zero, zero follower locked accounts that no one knows about. Uh, but um, with Elon, it, I remember earlier, like a few months ago, when like you know he was working with that Yol Roth guy and then fired him and called him a pedophile, when it was like a new thing like that every week. Mm-hmm. He was like bragging that Twitter membership and usage is at an all time high, which like yeah, of course, like people are interested people in like talk? yeah, what you're doing, and then obviously. As time goes on and, you know, you get tired of that after a couple of weeks, it tampers down. People get bored with it. They go back to, you know, TikTok or whatever the fuck they were using. And he, you know, for someone who so badly wants to be a media sensation, he fundamentally does not understand how audiences work. Yeah. And similar to CatTurt thinks he is entitled to, like, a permanent audience of a billion people looking at him forever. And that also that it will grow forever.
0: Infinite growth, basically a catechism at this point. I
2: wonder what he does at this point, because it's like, who the fuck do you even sell this thing to?
0: (laughs) It's got to be like the Saudis, right? Yeah.
2: So, okay, you sell to the Saudis, and then you only have to, like, basically be their agent of influence and do whatever they want until you die. Yeah.
1: You become (laughs) their... Good deal, Renfield. (laughs) Yeah, good deal. Hope it was worth it. And, like... I still like. I know we've talked about this before, but like the 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 view count thing was done only to placate people like Cat Turt. yeah, who wanted they just they, they were like oh. not getting enough dopamine
0: from the the likes and the retweets, so they needed another number that they could look at going up, so they could feel validated and seen.
2: I actually do like the view count, to be honest. Like for me personally, <laughs> why because that? I like it when like. I don't know, it's I'm in sort of a competition with myself sometimes because I like to see like what is the least engagement you can get with like <laughs> two hundred and sixty thousand fairly active followers. And when I see when I'm able to post something where it's like um ostensibly three hundred thousand people looked at it, but only <laughs> ninety-two people liked it and no one retweeted it. I'm like, that's I doing, did my job yeah. today. <laughs> do numbers, number. So I like, I could be the only person who still likes but it. Yeah, but yeah. you're doing,
1: you're trying to do anti-numbers. <laughs> yeah. You're actively trying to yeah. alienate as many people as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, shit, like, that, that's the problem. Cat Turd is, like, sweatily just being like, I need to come up with a new shark related hashtag to get my brand back online. But, like, no, he should just be trying to actively piss off his followers, and that, that that's how you juice engagement. Yeah, they're, uh... It's going to be interesting to see what happens next because
0: they're rolling out this austerity pl- program to cut the amount of, uh, like, posting you can do. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they have to make room for the 4,000 character limit for the Twitter <laughs> blue dumbasses. Uh, and part of that is they're going to cap your following number at 5,000. You can't follow more than 5,000 That's going to
1: kill right-wing Twitter. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh That's going to kill you, right-wing what is, Twitter. What
0: is CatTurt going to do? When all the all the MAGA mobs who follow half a million people get cold from his followers, it is
1: it is nuts when you find someone that's like American Sarah five six eight four oh one one one. They have some like deep fried avatar of of like their deeply facetuned face with their grandkid or something, and then they have like a hundred thousand followers, and then you realize they're following hundred thousand yeah. people too. That's, like, half of all, like, traditional verified
2: accounts, too, are people who are following 180,000 people. Scaramucci did that. It's, like, a classic way to get your followers up, and then you, like, unfollow all those people through some type of, like, Java script or whatever. I don't know. The Um,
0: bungler follows, like, half a million people.
2: (laughs) Yeah. John John Cena. Yeah. I I mean, like, the 4,000-character thing is... It's already broken Twitter once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's gonna be out for several days at a time now, consistently. What's what's gonna happen when, like, I don't know, they they roll out like you know thirty minute long four K videos? It's <laughs> just gonna
1: pry the fucking servers. I remember I like um I read an, I read an account like the other week of um like a, a Dave Rubin. Was invited into like the Twitter office in San Francisco by Elon Musk to like get to the bottom of what's going on with his account. You know, the fact that you know like his his awful his, his awful uh, awful presence and jokes aren't getting uh, enough likes and retweets. And like he like and this is Dave Rubin's own account of like the two principal engineers before they were fired or whatever were like taking him through the code to just be like, "There's nothing here, yeah. man." Like we. This is like, there's no artificial, like, uh, uh, there's no deep boosting. Yeah, exactly. And then he's just like, hmm, very interesting. Like, still, I see there's still plenty of work to be done. But yeah, I mean, and this is also coming on the heels of another news report this week that, like, since the launch of Twitter Blue, only 100,000 people have subscribed to it, which is like, it seems like a lot to me, but it's a like, lot of real dumbass. <laughs> but that, that's like, a, that's a, a, a lot. Pathetic, it's, a, like,
2: it's a lot for a service that gives you literally nothing. I will say that. I mean, it
0: signals you as a chump to everyone else who sees you. You are telling everyone, hey, please, uh, put a crypto-related scam phishing
2: uh, link in my replies. I will probably hit that shit. But, yeah, I mean, it's both an incredible amount, but also... um, I think the number was something like they need $12 just to service the new debt Mm -hmm. that the Elon deal brought on. I mean, I don't... (sighs) Does he just take this into bankruptcy? I don't know. It seems
0: wild that it's still going, honestly, like but that's true of basically everything in the fucking economy, including the economy itself. i don 't know. I have no idea. I keep waiting for something to happen, and it just keeps not. Meanwhile, we just get giant plumes of fucking murder chemicals <laughs> seeping across the landscape while we all just like fucking
1: quail like veal calves and wait for the hammer uh. Back to the, the airborne toxic event. I haven't seen any Republicans uh, uh, laying this on the bi- the doorstep of uh, sleepy Joe Biden, even though it like definitely is his fault. Again, because you could, you could directly connect it to him if you
0: wanted to. Because they have no problem with yeah. what they were doing. Regulations, safety uh, shit, breaks. The, oh, that all hurts the bottom line. We shouldn't have any of that
1: stuff. And we were talking about this the other day. It's like. exactly like the airborne toxic events in white noise. It's just like, well, were you exposed to something that's going to kill you in the future? Probably you're tentatively scheduled to die. But I think like they, they figure like, we'll just cover this up. It like eventually the cloud will disperse. And then in like an X amount of number of years, you'll see a huge spike in cancer. Yeah. But Hey, it's Ohio. It's, they could have got cancer from somewhere else.
0: It's true. And they'll all like have moved around maybe. And it's not going to happen all at once. Yeah, That's all, exactly. happened. all that matters is if it doesn't happen all at once, then... it's only happening all at
1: once to like pets and animals. Yes. <laughs> all the fish apparently are <laughs> yeah. just going She's belly up in
0: the fucking rivers and, and lakes. So yeah, but they, they don't get a vote. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. They don't care about that.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess uh, what, back to the State of the Union for a second. Um, it, it it was funny because like because uh, you see you see them flanked by uh, Pelosi and McCarthy and McCarthy look he looks faded throughout the whole night. He looked oh, like man. He, he looked, looked like he was off and out. edible. He looked fucking. He looked more out of it than Kamala. <laughs> oh, it yeah, was it was Kamala, not 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 Pelosi. It was Kamala and uh, McCarthy. And and you do expect like, if you're sitting next to Kamala Harris and you look more spaced out. Yeah, seriously. Like you're you're he, he was. He was off some loud the other night, but you could see like, you know, looking indignant at like various digs at the Republican Party and caucus. But then like you you could see he was pissed off at all the hooting and and, and jabbering (laughs) from fucking because he was like, because like it was the like I said, the State of the Union was going terribly for Biden. The headline would have been like uh, a doddering old old man man. struggles (laughs) to get through hours long speech. But because of their their hooting and jabbering, like he like he came across looking pretty good. But like it, it is unquestionable though that Marjorie Taylor Greene is the leader of the Republican Party in the House. Oh my God, you saw her like, in the yeah, outfit, you saw her like out- fucking Janice from the Muppets. Yeah, she was she was literally peacocking. <laughs> oh, and uh, uh, one more thing, you t- back to the Joel Roth, uh, the, the Twitter safety guy who Elon accused of being a pedophile. He testified before Congress and was uh, our boy Clay Higgins. <laughs> He intimated to me, "Is like, you,
2: ladies and gentlemen, interfered with the United States of America 2020 presidential election, knowingly and willingly? That's the bad news. It's going to get worse because this is the investigation part. Later comes the arrest part. Your attorneys are familiar with that, Mr. Chairman. I'd like to spend five hours with these ladies and gentlemen." During deposition, surely yet to come. But for right now, I yield the balance of my time to my colleague, Mister Jordan. You know
1: you're going to jail. <laughs> I know your lawyers have been briefed. This is this is the testifying now. The conviction come later. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm just wondering, like, if you're this guy, you'll rough, Like, what do you do just sitting there? Like, what? Like, what, what do you say? Doing? What do you say? Like.
2: What is I, he going to jail for? Like like first degree de boosting? You, <laughs>
0: you can't be doing that de boosting, Why are you going to go to the Angola? We're going to put you in there. You're going to
1: yeah, be, breaking rocks. I you love gonna be how,
2: breaking rocks. You're going to be eating them 50 the eggs. I love how he said, like, you know, this is the part of the criminal investigation known as the investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Next comes the arrest part. He's looking like,
1: like a true expert. He's like, we're gonna tag you. We're gonna send you back. We're gonna tag you. We're, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna send gonna you, you back. Here? We're gonna flip you. We're gonna tag you. Then we're <laughs> gonna send you back in there. We're gonna get all your all your followers, all your likes. We're gonna tag them too. We're gonna scoop them up <laughs> in the Dragnet. The charges coming soon. You know, I mean, you know, like as someone who's been on the receiving end of someone um, <laughs> saying I was definitely going to jail last year, uh, it's. It's funny. Like, what do you, what do you say? Like, what am I going to be charged with? And then he'd be like, "Oh boy, you know, you know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be indicted by a federal grand jury by uh, Easter of last for, year for Russia stuff, right? Yeah, like, we, I, we, well, No, no. We, I, I assume it was Russia stuff. No, it was Come Russia
0: know. stuff. We we were part of the Russian disinfo campaign, which was all going to get rolled up from Trump down hundred thousand people. Just and on, as we've said you know they they had the, their own fantasy of everybody going to jail and all, all political opposition ceasing in a glorious coup it's just even less fun because instead of you know celebrities eating babies and clones underneath Guantanamo Bay it's just <laughs> people posting
1: <laughs> <laughs> many people posting is people not liking posts enough no, I'm, the rubbish gate oh, was posted. Oh yeah, like yeah we yeah. Po- we posted disinformation. Oh right, yes, we posted disinformation. Oh, this
0: guy's going to jail for yeah, deboosting people. <laughs> we gonna tag you. you go, we you, we you gonna oh, tag oh, you. Yeah. Oh boy, you don't. You gonna be re- regretting that de-boosting that you done
2: did. He's go, Yeah, he's going to the prison from face off. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in for? I, I deboosted cat turd. <laughs> oh boy.
0: Yeah,
1: a, a drug cartel head
2: just inches away from him, terrified. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's just uh, people are people are not doing well right now. People, nobody's thriving. Nobody is. Nobody's actually thriving right now. It just uh, all seems pretty grim.
0: Even if you're at the very top, there's something happening. You're being de- boosted somewhere. Somebody in the company that you bought is secretly going behind your back and removing your impressions. There's no. There's no safe harbor there's there's no
1: safe space or justice anywhere Ill fares the land well it's not just uh our country did you guys see the um <laughs> the vice article about um disgruntled taliban fighters and having, <laughs> having to work office jobs welcome to yeah yeah well welcome uh welcome to working for the weekend guys <laughs> everybody's jihading for the weekend but uh this is a Taliban bureaucrats hate working online all day. Miss the days of jihad by Matthew Galt for Vox. No, except for Vice. Uh, The Taliban may have won the war in Afghanistan, but the jihadists who once spent their days riding horses in the countryside are now stuck behind a desk, lamenting their boring computer jobs, spending all their time on Twitter, high rent and commutes to work. If this isn't like the total, the total victory of the American empire, I mean, I I mean, like people are saying like the American empire is fading, but like we lost this war and we're making them live exactly like us. Mm -hmm. We've left the country like it's the Taliban is in control now and they're on fucking slack.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, our most effective weapon is the culture and the forms of our culture.
1: Far more effective than any any armament we have. In a series of interviews with five former mujahideen turned government functionaries and police officers, the the Afghanistan Analytics Network shed light on the inner lives of the men who spent a lifetime fighting for an empire, only to win and have to run a country. The Afghanistan Analytics Network is a nonprofit research agency. Researcher. Uh, Sabawun Sameen conducted the interviews in person, primarily in Kabul. He interviewed five members of the Taliban to see how they're adjusting to victory. They ranged in age from 24 to 32 and had spent between 6 and 11 years in the Taliban at different ranks. A Taliban commander, a sniper, a deputy commander, and two fighters, Samin said in his piece. After the fall of the Islamic Republic, the men secured jobs for the new government in Kabul. Two got civilian jobs and the other three got security positions. Huzaifa, a former sniper, said life was simple and free during jihad. All we had to deal with was making plans for attacks against the enemies and for retreating, he said. People didn't expect much from us, and we had little responsibility towards them. Whereas now, if someone is hungry, he deems us directly responsible for that. The Taliban used to be free of restrictions, but now we sit in one place behind a desk and a computer 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Life's become so wearisome. You do the same things every day. Being away from the family has only doubled the problem. Talk about life in the (laughs) 4HL. Jesus Christ. Owned. I sometimes miss the jihad life for all the good things it had, said 25-year-old Abdul Nafi. In our ministry, there's little work for me to do. Therefore, I spend most of my time on Twitter. We're connected (laughs) to speedy Wi-Fi and Internet. Many Mujahideen, including me, are addicted to the Internet, especially (laughs) Twitter. Oh, man.
0: I can't wait till they start going after the de-boosters. They're going to start hanging people for de-boosting. <laughs> you know, just throw rocks at a dude for de-boosting you. I mean, they could join the uh, going ISIS, right? ISIS is in Afghanistan. They're still having a good time. They're probably taking applications. But just do they run have Twitter though? No, that's yeah, the thing. That's, you, all you, thing. that's the only way to cure yourself is to is to get back into the uh into the insurgent mode. Although those the ISIS guys in uh in Syria seemed pretty fucking internet poison. So I don't know. Maybe the Afghan guys are the last holdouts. Uh,
1: Depressing to imagine though, that you could wage jihad and win and then find yourself living the life of like an American middle manager.
0: Yeah. like Vic
2: Mackey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe
1: like the equipment we left behind and
2: like the desktop computers, those were like our equivalent of smallpox blankets they just could they contained like just pmc radiation on them the second
1: they touched them or they sta- just became anxious new yorkers <laughs> or stay behind gladio network of just computer networks that are still functioning Noting. um Oh, oh one more uh the other big story this week um the seymour hirsch piece about the Nord Stream pipeline ex- uh attack uh big surprise we did it <laughs> no, <laughs> would, it no. Shock you? would it shock you to find out
2: that we blew up that pipeline That's a completely irrational explanation <laughs> i think it makes much more sense that it was a random event that neither government did yeah the the, the, the uh
0: the pipe just blew up it happens yeah. sometimes you know i mean honestly maybe who knows no, if anybody blew it up, it was us. I mean, it's ridiculous. We even, you don't even need a fucking, uh, Seymour Hersh to tell you that. <laughs> who else did it? If it had been the Russians, we would only hear about it. It would be the only story. It would still be the only thing anyone talked about. The fact that it was like, oh, the mortar Street by blew up and then no one talked about it ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all you need to know to know who fucking blew it up.
1: Yeah, and then, and also the fact that nobody, like, because Seymour Hersh published this on, like, Substack, or, like, they spoke, and, like, they're talking about, like, they're like blogger Seymour Hirsch publishes wacky conspiracy theory. It's like <laughs> the guy broke the Me Lime massacre and, and, and a dozen other like and the fucking Abu Ghraib torture shit. Like, yeah, I don't even know. I don't. I didn't read it.
0: I just take. I'm just. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sure. There's not much more to say. Who about else is going to do it? Who else is going to blow up the fucking pipeline? Give me a break. You got. You got to take this seriously. You got to pretend that there's like multiple option, live options here. When everything about what happened and then afterwards conforms to only one explanation for what occurred, give me a break. Get out of here.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, the uh, Project Veritas canning James O'Keefe for uh, abusing his staff. What he canned? He was. He's he's placed on. uh, It says. Um, he's placed on paid leave while they while they wait that they're going to vote on his future. But uh, this is courtesy of the Daily Beast. Um. An undercover video operation run by right-wing operative James O'Keefe is in turmoil, wrecked by unhappy donors and O'Keefe's outright cruel behavior towards his staff, according to an internal memo signed by a third of its employees. Working for O'Keefe at Project Veritas can mean being publicly humiliated by him in what amounts to public crucifixions and even being required to take lie detector tests, his unhappy employees write in the memo. Now, this is like an even more profound example of like why... When I hear about Twitter employees being abused by Elon Musk, I don't really care. But, like, James O'Keefe abusing his staff is like, you you work for James O'Keefe. Yeah. You, is, you deserve so much worse.
2: Yeah. Wait, when can we get a Project Veritas union going?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. People start making that their Twitter avi.
1: <laughs> uh, it it also says... um, In December, Project Veritas acknowledged and properly giving O'Keefe $20,500 in excess benefits to pay Project Veritas staff to accompany him to Virginia as he performed a lead role in a production of the musical Oklahoma. Oh, my God. These fucking guys.
0: (laughs) They literally... is Everybody is fucking Hitler (laughs) wanting to go to art school and fucking John Wilkes Booth wishing he was a better actor than his brother. All these motherfuckers just wanted to be in show business.
1: Is there any... Is there anyone in the sort of like the, the younger generation of uh, right-wing media creasers who isn't a failed entertainer in one way or another?
0: I don't think it's just right, left, everybody. What else is there but entertainment? What is there to do? What is a job that is relatively unalienated and, and validating to the narcissism and is, it, is, it is easy? What is there? There's no other horizon but, but dri- climbing to the top of the attention economy. That is it. There's nothing else to be done. None of these guys seem like they made that hard a try. Well, that's why they're because they're these I mean, you know, it's a question of character, you know, what do you do when you uh when you make your when you make your goal and then you fail? Like you, do you look inward or do you decide, no, I, I was oh, it was a conspiracy are... that kept uh uh it was a conspiracy of libs that kept Greg Gutfeld from being the <laughs> wacky neighbor on an ABC sitcom. <laughs>
1: uh uh, yeah, a big part of the, uh, the, the Project Veritas story does regard uh, James O'Keefe's passion for musical theater and being on, on stage. It also says the memo details a series of bizarre incidents. In one during a September 2022 trial against a Democratic consulting firm that O'Keefe later lost, an employee complained that O'Keefe berated them in front of jurors because he needed something to eat. Ultimately, the employee alleged O'Keefe took a sandwich from a heavily pregnant woman to save, save his <laughs> hunger.
0: <laughs> Literally stealing a sandwich from a pregnant lady. That's
1: amazing. I was yelled at in front of jurors because he was hungry, and then he took the eight-month pregnant woman's sandwich, the account He's reads.
0: taking sandwiches. I got to say, whatever chivalry is, that's not it. Taking a pregnant lady's sandwich is not chivalrous. It's not, it's not based traditional culture, I don't think, to do that.
1: Nor is um, starring in uh, Oklahoma. I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, that's traditional. I, I mean, you know,
0: it, 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 it's all, it's just, it's, it, it is funny that we get all wound up about, you know, all these uh, currents of politics on the fringe uh, that are going to, like, take over the Republican or the Democratic Party and, you know, usher in fascism or socialism or whatever, when it's all a bunch of people who failed at being entertainers. Uh, which means that they are completely hooked into the greater matrix of attention, and they will always seek it. So all of their effort can only go to reinforce the existing mono state and its goals. Like there is no there is no meaningful uh, uh, subversion of it. There's only perpetuating its goals. That's it, because nobody is doing it out of any uh, political commitment. They're doing it out of their individual desire to escape. The uh, the the fate worse than death Of being an
1: anonymous American Yeah I mean like A fate worse than death Of having posts that aren't even bothered To be banned Yeah I mean, my god <laughs> At least if they're de-boosting you At least they
0: notice you Yeah you matter Can you imagine that Like they're not even bothering To de-boost you Oh my god
1: you just, You're just you just a loby.
0: Yeah you're a fucking lobby, And you should kill yourself Don't do it <laughs> don't,
1: don't do that Don't do that Alright uh, leave it there for today Yeah yeah Okay. Uh, till next time, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.